Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Looking forward all day to talk to my good friend Catherine Swift, member of the Conservative Party of Canada, represents at Working Canadians, you'll find him on Twitter, former president of the and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, and of course, a member of our Beauties and the Beast gang. We're not changing that name, are we? No way. Yeah, I said that. No way. Somebody said it has to change. I said, you tell Catherine. Yeah, have a nice day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Great, thanks. Actually, Roy, it's it's so funny. I've got, (laughs) I'm cooking turkey, of course, right? It's Thanksgiving. And the funny thing is I'm a vegetarian and have been for like decades. Wow. But I cook it for my family because they love it. We're here with three grandkids, four dogs, both my sons, their wives, some other friends. It's pandemonium. I'm holed up in a room right now, (laughs) hoping nobody barks or no. Four dogs. Please forgive. I I think we're going to be okay, but please forgive me if there might be some background noise. It's okay. Listen, we we put up with, well, not put up because I love dogs. We've had the contribution of your canine buddy (laughs) several times on the program, and I don't mind the dog being outspoken. You know, it's just another addition to our panel. Well, it runs in the family. What can I say? (laughs) I I wanted to talk to you about, because, uh, you know, we're, we're, I had a conversation the other day with someone about the, uh, about the election just passed, and we talked about $600 million. We talked about it being $1.1 billion over the last 23 months for two federal elections. We talked about what, what people are actually anticipating as Parliament resumes. Not much of anything, but uh, the conversation got around to the leaders, and it got around to not only Aaron O'Toole, who's now found himself, uh, I think, in a little bit of a tricky situation with the caucus. Caucus will decide if he stays on as leader or not. They have that uh, that option now. But I think Trudeau should also be, and I would imagine he's also being reviewed internally, probably a little less publicly, with Mark Carney in the, in the wings. And Mr. Singh should uh, also be paying attention, I think, because he didn't do much now in two elections to further the cause of the NDP. But let me start, if all, first of all, with your view of the leader of the Conservative Party, since you're a member of that party. What do you make of what's going on with O'Toole as leader? A, it, you're right. It's a very interesting situation right now with, with all of the leaders, frankly, including, of course, the Green Party basically shooting itself in the brain, which is what they've been doing for yeah. the last number of months. And and even, uh, even Maxime Bernier uh, picking up some popular vote, but still not achieving one seat in the House of Commons. But as, as, for, as for Aaron O'Toole, it's very interesting because, of course, we had two elections fairly close together recently. Uh, the, the Conservatives turfed Andrew Scheer after one kick at the can and of course in a normal situation which we're clearly not in right now but in normal situation every party tends to give every leader at least two kicks at the can so giving sheer the boot was kind of unusual so i think now there's a reticence even though there's a lot of disappointment within conservatives for sure because mostly because aaron ran and i know aaron personally he's a very nice guy he's a smart guy but he did run on a true blue ticket for the leadership and then substantially backed off from that in the election. I think that's really the key disgruntlement factor, if you want to call it that, uh, with his leadership. So uh, even though we had virtually the same, more or less the same results, a couple of seats may have changed hands, 
popular vote still the conservatives won but so what if it doesn't translate into seats you know i think he's walking on eggshells right now and even though so far uh so good i guess for aaron um i i think he's got to be really watching his back for the next period of time but the thing that's going to keep him there uh is that we're likely not too too far away 18 months to two years from uh, the next federal election we'll be doing it again sooner than later and, and you're one of the most seasoned intelligence ob- observers of the political scene, certainly in Ottawa. We've talked about on our BNB segments how you were offered senatorships, and you've turned them down each time. Good for you. Uh, I'm not sure I would have done the same, but... <laughs> <laughs> Some people think I'm insane for having done that. <laughs> well, I won't say that. But, you know, we, we, we do things on principle. I mean, I was asked many times to run... For, for public office, I always thought I can't go represent somebody who's going to give me, let's try to make this political party neutral, going to give me a, um, a white ball and say, now go out there and tell everybody that it is, pick a color, that it's, well, I don't want to say blue, red, or uh, orange, and then we're into the political parties, but go and tell them it's a different color. Show it to them. Make sure they can see that it's a white ball and then tell them it's a different color. I said, you can't do that. You, you just cannot lie to people. It's that blatantly, and I think that's what it is. That's what goes on. However, that aside, like me out of the picture here, how do you assess what's going on in Ottawa now based on your knowledge of prime ministers, your interaction with governments, with premiers and prime ministers over the years, Catherine? Well, I think, uh, I don't think Trudeau's going to run in another election. Uh, I think his incredibly uh, tone-deaf behavior on the first the first truth and Re- reconciliation day that he called he's he called it for that day and then was a no-show that to me was a huge indication that he's not going to be around that much longer if he does something that blatant uh i think his days are numbered the question is who comes along behind him and as you mentioned there roy in the intro uh mark carney is a big possibility christian freeland still has her eye on the prize so we can't rule that out either so the question is you know what will happen what the question really is what will happen with the liberal party here and um i think that's going to be very interesting if i had to put money on it i think it was it's going to be carney and a lot of people, I know Mark Carney very well. I met Mark many a time when I was CFIB president and he was Bank of Canada governor. Um, and a lot of people have, have sort of half written him off saying, oh, he's another egghead Ignatiev type, you know, that won't really adapt to politics. I d- disagree with that. Mark is a charming guy. Uh, I think he will actually adapt to politics quite well. But I also have seen how he has changed what I thought was a kind of a pragmatic guy back in the day. He has bought right in to all of this green craziness. And even though, you know, there are some sensible policies we can introduce here that are environmentally sensible and so on, he's gone overboard. He's discouraging investment in in the uh, fossil fuels industry. It's hurting people terribly. I heard your interview with, with Dan McTeague yesterday and this will be the interesting thing in the next couple of years. Will Canadians say, okay, we like this green stuff for a while, but we're hurting so badly right now. We need a substantial change. We need some more pragmatism. And the costs of this Green Party are way uh, exceeding its benefits. And it's it's too much pain for your average taxpayer to pay. 
we're not going to support these anymore. Well, you know, we've seen polling done, as you know, Catherine, polling that was done fairly recently in which people were asked, how do you feel about the, uh, the, the climate change initiatives and the actions that are taken or going to be taken and the actions that are planned? And the, the answer was, yeah, I, I think that's pretty good. And then the question was asked, but it's going to cost you more money. How do you feel about it now? That wasn't so good. Yeah, I don't like it so much. Well, people, uh, I think, again, it's it's great to like something in theory, and, and everybody wants to do something good for the environment. Of course. We're, we're all well-intended in, in that respect. But the, the Trudeau government is planning annual increases in the existing carbon tax. I know, again, Dan McTague talked to you about the looming second carbon tax, the Clean Fuel Initiative, coming next year. And... People are hurting badly right now. Our economy is not going to roar back as a lot of liberals are pretending it's going to. It's going to be very tough slogging and your average person is going to be hurting and they're going to vote with their pocketbook in the next election, which probably isn't that far away. Yeah. And we also know from polling not too long ago, just months ago, that just over half of Canadians are within $200 of not being able to pay their bills at the end of the month. That's half the population. Yeah, and, that's, and that's we just terrifying. heard from the Bank of Canada this week, Roy, that they're talking about increasing interest rates sooner rather than later because, oops, all of a sudden we got this terrible inflation threat, which a lot of people have known for quite a while now. Yeah. So, you know, you you bop up those interest rates and see, you know, we, we know people are very exposed to their mortgages. They're very invested in real estate. Any increase in interest rates, unfortunately, is going to make that situation a lot worse, very fast. Okay, so in closing, I can understand that you were able to convince the humans at your home to be quiet <laughs> while you're on the air. How the hell did you convince the dogs not to bark? They're all outside. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you cook they're a turkey all for the poochies? And far away. They're they're uh, tormenting my neighbors right now. <laughs> Good plan. Excellent plan. Good talking to you, Catherine. I got to get back to my turkey, Roy. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 